Hello and welcome to another episode of the Uncomplicated English Podcast. Today we are going to learn seven British phrases that I'm sure are going to help you understand British people more. Alright, let's get started. Number one, alright. This first expression is very, very common. Often when people learn English or any other language, the first things that we are taught are greetings. Things like, hello, how are you, and things like that. However, quite often in real life, people greet each other in less formal ways. This is where our first expression comes in handy. The first expression is, alright. That's it, just one word. Now at first, you might be confused and wondering how this can be considered a greeting. But most of the time, when people in Britain greet each other, they don't say things like, Hi, hello, how are you? Instead, they just say, alright? But what does alright mean in this context? Well, it basically works the same as hello. When someone says, alright, to you, they're not really asking, how are you? Or asking, if you're okay. It's really just a less formal way of saying hello. The most common response to all right is all right. <laughs> I hope I'm not confusing you here, but that's just how it is. Let's imagine two friends meeting each other outside of a cinema. Let's call them Tom and Kevin. Tom says to Kevin, all right, and Kevin responds with, all right. The best advice I can give you with this expression is to not take it literally and just think of it as another way of saying hello. Number two, I'm knackered. This is a phrase that people use when they are very, very tired. Let's say that Tom and Kevin have been playing a game of tennis and when they are finished, Tom says to Kevin, Wow, that was fun, but I'm knackered. How about another example? You just got home after a long day of work and your husband or wife says to you, How are you? How was work? You can say to them, It was okay, but I'm knackered now. So, this is just another way of telling someone that we are very tired. Number three, chuffed. This is another way to say, I'm pleased. I'm very happy. Often, it's used when something has happened that is positive. So let's say that you've just got a promotion at work and you're going to be paid more. You could say that you are chuffed. You are very, very happy. Often, people will add on another part to this phrase and say, chuffed to bits. This is used when we or someone else is extremely happy. So let's say your friend has just won 100 pounds in the lottery. You could then say that your friend is chuffed to bits. Number four, bloody. Now this is a phrase that we have to use carefully. It's not really a swear word, but it's not really a word that you want to use in a formal situation or around people that you've just met. The best way to think of this word is as something like very. So let's try it out in an example. You've just been to a dinner party at your friend's house 
and she cooked a wonderful meal that tasted incredible. You could then say, that was a bloody nice meal. So this is another stronger way of saying, that was a very nice meal. This phrase can also be used to express negative emotions. Let's imagine that the dinner party we spoke about earlier was boring and the food was awful. We could then say that that was a bloody boring dinner party. So in other words, that was a very boring dinner party. But like I said before, be careful with this word. It's very informal, so I'd advise you to only use it around friends. And definitely don't tell the host of the party, the person who organized the party, that it was a bloody boring dinner party. She might be a bit upset. Number five, mate. This next phrase is quite simple and some of you might already know it. The word mate basically means friend. It's very commonly used in places like the UK, Australia and New Zealand. So let's see a few examples of where we could use the word mate. Let's say it's Friday afternoon and you're just leaving work and you see a colleague and they ask, hey, what are you doing this weekend? You could then say, this weekend I'm going to the beach with my mates. So this is another way of saying, this weekend I'm going to the beach with my friends. I'll give you another example of how you can use the word mate. Have you ever been in a situation where you've forgotten somebody's name? Well, I have many times. Obviously, you don't want to ask them what their name is again. So what you can do in this situation is call them mate. Let's try it out in an example. Let's say that you're in a bar with this person and you want to ask them what they want to drink. But of course, you've forgotten their name. So you could say, what would you like to drink mate? So this is another way of saying, what would you like to drink friend? Let's try another example. Let's say that you're walking along the beach when suddenly you see someone you know coming towards you, but you can't remember their name. No need to panic, you can just say, Hey, how you doing, mate? Number six, gutted. This is another very commonly used phrase and is a good way to express disappointment. Let's say that your favorite football team is playing in the finals but they lose. You could say that you are gutted that they lost. You are very disappointed that they lost. Or let's say that my favorite TV show has just been cancelled. I could then say that I'm gutted that they cancelled my favorite TV show. I'm very disappointed that they cancelled my favorite TV show. Number seven, whinge. This is another very common phrase. It's basically another way of saying complain and comes from the verb to whine. Quite often people will say, stop whining. They're telling the other person to stop complaining. You could also say that someone is a whiner or that they are whingy if they constantly complain about things. We could say, Kevin is a nice guy but he is a bit whingy. 
This is another way of saying that Kevin is a nice guy, but he complains a lot. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope that these seven phrases will help you. As always, I'd like to remind you that the full transcript for this episode can be found for free at my website, uncomplicatedenglish.com, where I also offer one-to-one conversational English lessons. Thank you very much for listening.